Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the red corner, a neighbourly nightmare that asks the question, what the hell would you do if you found out your neighbour was a vampire serial killer and your missus quite fancied him? We're heading back to 1985 as we tune into Fright Nights! While in the blue corner, more sexy 80s vamps and some sexy 80s music in one of the most 80s films we've ever covered. It's Nosferatu nostalgia abound as Sutherland, Patrick and the two Corys all found in 1987's The Lost Boys. What would you do if you accidentally discovered the house next door was occupied by something not human? Something horrifying. Something unspeakably evil. No one believes you. Mom, I didn't have a nightmare. Not your mom. They did kill a girl over there. Not your girlfriend. Charlie, is this some sort of a trick to get me back? Not even the police. Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. It's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. So it's a creature of the night confrontation this week, but which film is better? Let's find out together. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Butters. You don't have to be afraid of me. I know what it's like being different, only they won't pick on you anymore or beat you up. I'll see to that. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. Oh, now he thinks he's Jerry, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm, I'm Chris Tilly, but this is going to be bad. Who, who 
Paul's a vampire, Jerry. So just, just don't to get started. Don't, don't spoil my change at the start of the podcast. That's amazing. Is that happening? Are you jumping? In fairness, she could never have known she was jumping to the end. Yeah, it's, it's almost just a knack. It's an organic thing. Yeah, that's amazing. No, surely everyone's changes. He can't be called Jerry Dandridge. <laughs> I forgot about oh, Jerry Dandridge in accounts. You'll be pleased to hear that at no point during this entire episode am I going to feature his surname. I've uh, I've renamed him for the purpose of this yeah, episode. Okay. So we are weirdly all on the same page. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, yeah, welcome to part one of Fright Night versus The Lost Boys. If you're new to the show, this is how it works. We're going to be doing the Fright Night episode today and then The Lost Boys on Thursday, at which point we'll declare which is the better film. So the clue Chris gave on last week's show... Fangs. <laughs> Brilliant. Because I love the fact that as the years have rolled by, we haven't dropped the ball on this. Right. right? We are still delivering there 110%. Was some, yeah, there was some confusion. My fault. My fault. Mm, my yeah. bad. Uh, but you followed that up on Twitter with... Uh, something about them being a bit funny and very batshit crazy. Batshit crazy. Oh, yeah, it is good, yeah. yeah. I, did, I used a, a bat emoji. <laughs> so, Great. hi kids. Yeah. I'm down with you. Good to know you're down there. Enjoy the cool kids. Apparently not anymore. <laughs> Apparently emojis are out, so a gift. Oh, I was school. I thought you were going to say bats are out. Yeah, bats- so that's good. I've, that means I've out. I've never used an emoji ever, and mm. I knew it would finish, but, but I've been it, doing this for 10, 15 it's years. It's different when you don't know how to, though. I do yeah. not! <laughs> You've not even used the thumbs up? Never. Yeah. But it's very useful. We've never. all seen know, you mashing your face into the keypad <laughs> trying to send a text. I know, it's just well, you're you're so literally crazy. giving your phone a literal thumbs up. <laughs> That's not how it works. Is that right? <laughs> just photographs of her with a thumb up. <laughs> you just use the emoji. Use the emoji. Uh, right then, uh, your guest has woke up in the coffin that is our Twitter account where we're at. ClashPod, also on Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod. If you're in the business for a little extra Clash, completely free of charge, subscribe to our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel. So, your guesses. Uh, Russell, long-time listener, went with Vampire in Brooklyn versus Dracula Dead and Loving It. Right. It's on the to-do list immediately upon reading that. <laughs> hmm. We can do it when you're away if you don't want to do sure. it. Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. away soon. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Yeah, great. Uh, Peter White and Paul Logue went with Vampire's Kiss versus Dark Shadows. I'm mentioning this because I want to do Vampire's Kiss. Mm. I watched it recently. It is the most Nick Cage, Nick Cage yeah. performance in history. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And guess what? He's just played a vampire in a new film, Alex. Yeah, right. That right. could be useful. Ooh, hello. <laughs> hello. Always working. So, our winner, though, your champion, the mayor of Guessville this week is longtime listener and live show stalwart, Gemma Page. <laughs> Congratulations, Gemma. Your prize this week is some... <coughs> Delicious takeaway rice, which is definitely rice. <laughs> or perhaps some noodles, which <laughs> are definitely noodles. <laughs> Enjoy. Connection section. So just before we started, Chris said uh, he'd done all the connections and Vicky hasn't done any. No, just, just to explain, it's boring. I did them and then I forgot to cut and paste them over. So I remembered one. So I'll just get it straight away. Fingernails. Yeah. Hooray. Uh, boring was the correct answer. <laughs> uh, OK, good. Good yeah. fingernails. fingernails. They both have them, as do all the cast. Yeah, sharp fingernails. <laughs> right. uh, the first one I've written is gay subtext. And then I've changed that to text <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough yeah sure. um, single mums is a big aspect yes. of both these movies yeah. and this is the era of et this is the 1980s this is when divorce rates were up and so this is just what yeah. if you movies were start a new life with your children <laughs> so, they so were gonna ju- get eaten just mums then <laughs> yeah yeah, mums. yeah just mums yeah mums uh POV flying shots aerial shots when you can't mm. afford to do it for real <laughs> yeah. POV it yeah 
Uh, they both, there's scenes of trying to prove a vampire is a vampire. Uh, half vampires being your jail, get out of jail free card. So I've new, new rule, new rule. Uh, if you kill the head vampire, mm. all the half vampires just go mm. back to normal. Mm-hmm. Both. I guess it's something maybe you have to do in vampire movies to give your hero a way out. But yeah, half vampires, I'm not sure I'm buying. No. Um, attacked by dogs. Yes. Be- beautiful wolves. Beautiful dog wolves. <laughs> uh, softcore sex. Fright night, right? So I was watching it in public. I didn't know it was an 18, and I was in a, a cafe full of people that were waiting for their children and some children. And I had to turn my screen over because there was boobs in it, and then whatever. And then obviously towards the end, I was like, I didn't know what I was getting into. But mm. softcore, maybe I nearly texted. I was like, this is a pornographic yeah, film. You just went. You, you just went. Uh, these. This is proper red shoe diary yes! sex in both these films. Lost Boys, not. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bit more used to it. But Friday night, I found very almost pornographic. Yeah, that's because that's Jerry for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's Bloody why because Jerry. because you can't help yourself. That man is. Whoo. Oh, I've just remembered the dance. Bloody hell. Oh, we're, yeah. we're getting to it. Yeah. Um, uh, killing, <laughs> killing people who won't be noticed or missed. So you've got the waifs and strays in Lost Boys and you've got the um, sex Surf- workers in Fright Night. Yes. And Surf... They, 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 I never knew this in Lost Boys. We can talk about it on Thursday. But yeah. in almost a defence of... The actions of Kiefer and his gang. Yeah. You know, the people that they kill around the bonfire mm. who look like they're having a party. In the credits, they're called surf Nazis. They are called surf I'm Nazis. Like, what? That's not really explained in the movie. <laughs> but if you're going to wait around for the credits, it's like, well, well done. Well done on killing well, those Nazis. I have, I have listened to the commentary and I can give you some insight into that on Thursday. Oh, there you go. From, okay, from Joel yeah. Schumacher. Um, uh, homage names. So, Peter Vincent. It's Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. It is. Yes. Well done. That's my big bit of research. Thank you. That's great. No worries. <laughs> this is getting me back for last week. I was going to do that at the end. Lost Boys. Michael. Edgar and Alan. Oh, yeah. Clever. See? Mm. See what they've done there? Yeah. I think Buffy riffed off, ripped off both these movies. I think your central relationships in Fright Night, it's the older man with the teenagers who's got the... I think it's, he's basically nicked it. Interesting. And the prosthetics in Lost Boys are exactly the same mm. as because it's it's wanting to keep your vampires slightly sexy yes. but still being evil. Yep. They look exactly the same. They do. Although we can have a discussion about that with the positioning of the fangs in the Lost Boys because classically vampire fangs are on your incisors. They uh-huh. move them to... Um, on mm. your canines but they move them to the incisors yeah. in that movie. Which I like. Yeah, I don't know. Very snake-like, which I think was the intention. Certainly in True Blood. Oh yeah, remember that series? Yeah, there was a big, yeah. uh, big furore about uh, the fact that the fangs were positioned <laughs> on the incisors, not the canines. Was the dental corner? <laughs> Just pitching it. You've got two corners right now. Can't remember the second one. But... I can't remember the second one. You made a big fuss last Ma- week. I think it was general maths, maths corner, maths but corner. I was bad at it. <laughs> yeah, no, weirdly, didn't take. <laughs> not like inflation corner. Oh, I've got an absolute stunner coming up for you later. Um, I've got a connection that I don't think is a connection that I thought was a connection, but I'm going to do it anyway. Vampires eating regular food. I was of the belief that vampires could only drink blood and regular food made them sick. And then I did a bit of digging and it's because we covered our last vampire movie was Near Dark. Mm. And that obviously features him being unable Mm. to eat a chocolate bar. But actually, factually, vampires can eat regular food. It just doesn't state their blood loss. It's it's not a fact, is it? Because they're not real. (laughs) So everyone makes up their own rules. Come on, Alex. Jerry Dandridge only eats blood and fruit, though. He doesn't eat anything else. I've got what my best bit of research is about that fact. So (laughs) hold on. You're going to love it. Because it's mad. (laughs) It's, It's mad that Chris Sarandon says this and no one goes... 
No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold up, Chris. That's a bit silly. We'll get there. Uh, right then, shall we get into this? Yeah. On Thursday, V is proving that not every Santa is jolly as she heads to the terrifying but also kind of fun Santa Carla for Lost Boys, which means tonight, welcome to Fright Night for real. <laughs> Let me take you on a journey. Charlie Brewster loves horror and hates the fact his girlfriend Amy won't do sex with him. But soon he's got bigger problems when his new neighbour, Jerry Sex, moves in. (laughs) No one believes Charlie when he tells them Jerry Sex is a vampire. Not his mum, not Amy, not his friend Edward who was dropped on his head as a baby. So he turns to late-night horror host Peter Vincent, who does believe in vampires, but then doesn't, but then does. (laughs) But just as it looks like victory's in sight, Amy obviously falls for Jerry Sex, despite their interesting age gap, because (laughs) he's Jerry Sex. So Charlie and Peter walk in the front door and murder Jerry Sex and his special friend Billy. Peter stabs wolf child Edward through the heart. Charlie finally gets the sex from Amy he's been hankering after, and the good Good guys live happily ever after. Apart from Edward, who was stabbed through the heart. The end. Clash motors for your consideration. Fright night. So, histories with this movie, V. First watch. Wow. Alex. First watch. Yeah, yeah, we can go fast. <laughs> Although I did play the Commodore Amiga 1988 video game based on Fright Night, in which you play Jerry Sex and mm. he wanders around a house and you got to suck people's blood. Very good graphics, really boring to play. Okay. That's my history with this movie. Great. Is there a level where you have to suck Billy's cock? <laughs> <laughs> so I read about that. Do you remember that scene? I can't remember that scene in the film where apparently he does go down on Billy. Yes. It's in there. We didn't. No, it's when he's, he's, he's when his hand he's looking after his hand. He's dressing his hand, yep. but the, he, he's kneeling yep. uh, in front of his crotch, yep. and the camera goes behind him. Right. So that's all it is. But right. it's I mean it's there. Okay, well that's fine because Chris Sarandon didn't realise that was going to be the gag <laughs> until he saw the movie. Yeah, they, they, both those actors said it, but <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, they actively said they did not pick up on the gay subtext. They thought it was very much Dracula a, and Renfield, there's a Renfield lot of, and Dracula. Right, there's a lot of actors in both of these films who say the same thing about not understanding that it was there. <laughs> and yet they also add things, they say things that make me think they are just very insecure people. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've left that quote out because I'm like, I'm not... <laughs> you don't want to say it. What did he say? He described, well, Chris... I mean, it's, it's in print on Wikipedia, so screw it. Chris Sarandon goes, yeah, yeah, I never picked up on that. Uh, you know, uh, maybe a little homoerotic, but not in a creepy way. Oh, no. <laughs> you're like, you're like, Sorry, what? <laughs> so, yeah, all right, uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, written and directed by Tom Holland before he became Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's so busy. <laughs> uh, the other Tom Holland. Um, this is. I love this Tom Holland. He's great. He's such a good dude. I watched so many. This is, I yeah. literally wrote that down. I never write that down. I was like, he mm. seems like the best guy. It's why I love horror. There's so many people like Tom Holland right. in this industry. And, oh, he's just the best. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is his directing debut. Uh, he'd go on to write and direct the original Child's Play, which we may be covering pretty soon. Uh, Stephen King's Dinner, uh, The Langoliers, which weirdly Ooh. I bloody love that movie. Uh, he said of uh, directing this, uh, this was the first film I had sufficient credibility in Hollywood to be able to direct. I had a film after Psycho 2 and before Fright Night called Scream for Help that he'd written. It was so badly directed that directing Fright Night was self-defence. I wanted to protect the material. And he does a very good job. Of the idea, he says, one day I had the idea of a horror fan becoming convinced that his next-door neighbour was a vampire. 
Smart pitch, and I didn't realise this till I was writing this. It's rear window with a vampire. Mm. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Well, yeah, he he'd um, previously written Psycho Two, mm. so he was in that Alfred Hitchcock frame of mind, and he yeah, that was it. He, he wanted to do his own rear window vampire next door neighbour. But equally, uh, there, that, there's that quote in the film uh, complaining about horror film, saying everyone is running round in ski masks and hack, mm. hacking up virgins. Yeah, he said he didn't want to do that. He wanted to do a horror film that that hark back to the great horror films, to the, the Hammer horror films and to the Universal horror monsters. And mm. so those two things, stick them together, you've got a movie. Yeah. Uh, he said he was unsure how to expand the idea until he had this epiphany of who would this kid go to but Vincent Price. And hence we get the Peter Vincent character. He says after he uh, wrote that character, he was laughing. Uh, in three weeks, he completed the script. He was, it, what's his quote? Here we go. It didn't go, it didn't get, he made a mistake, didn't he, Alex? What's that? One that Vicky's going to like. Well, go on. Have you got the quote? Go on. Um, he wrote the script in three weeks and he was chuffed to bits, but it wasn't quite working. And when he read it back, he realised um, he forgot to put a woman in. <laughs> 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 so he rewrote it with Amy the girlfriend Oops. and then it all fell into place <laughs> well the, the character was in there just a man yeah um, you know, and, and in fairness he did write Amy as a guy and just cast a girl I don't think he did because of the way she apologises for perfectly reasonable behaviour that's a man writing what he thinks a woman is 1000% oh, come on love it's 1985 it's unreal but I love you Charlie ridiculous so he wanted Peter Vincent to be played by Vincent Price Vincent Price turned it down because he'd been typecast as, you know, the horror guy. Wasn't doing horror mm. anymore. So he said no. Roddy McDowell steps in, who is just brilliant, I think, in this role. Um, and it became McDowell and Holland became friends, went to a dinner party. McDowell introduces him to Vincent Price, who said he was flattered that the part was an homage to him and that the film was wonderful. And he thought, Roddy, wonderful job. <laughs> All very well. God, it would have been great if it was Vincent Price, though. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It would have been different, though, wouldn't it? It yeah. would have been great. It would have been very I meta. Really, very I, meta. I really like Roddy McDowell yeah. in this role. Yeah. Um, Tom Holland does say, though, that Roddy, uh, you, you talk about these weekly parties he would host. He would he would actually host two weekly parties. Uh, one, was for, one was for straight and the other was for gays. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom said he went to the straight one, obviously, and he said he was kind of guided because he heard that the gay ones were a bit more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Sarandon went to the gay one, but was like, it wasn't creepy yeah. at all. <laughs> it is great I jumper. should be here. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was all fine, not creepy, not creepy. Uh, so, uh, Chris Sarandon then, as we're talking about him, as Jerry Sex, uh, initially didn't want to do a horror movie, but met Holland, really loved Holland, and Holland was sold him on it. He sold him on it by saying, forget about vampirism. What the film is about is on the level of an older man trying to take a younger man's girl away from him. Mm. And that's what he got into. Yeah, because Chris Sheridan, pretty serious actor, hmm? leading up to this. D Dog Day Afternoon, I think, was his most famous role, probably. And, and he thought this might be beneath him. He didn't want to do a silly movie. Went on to do Prince Humperdinck. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. Got really into that. Which is phenomenal. Yeah, by, the way, yeah. by the way, fantastic. His, his three best roles are those three films. <laughs> uh, we got William Ragsdale as Charlie. Uh, he got the job because he'd auditioned for the Eric Stoltz role in Mask and the casting director remembered him, got him in this. Charlie Sheen was up for it, but apparently he looked too much like a movie star. Mm. Mm. He's basically Billy Peltzer, isn't he? I yeah. feel like they look the same and they are the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. Uh, Amy was the most difficult to catch. Uh, catch. Uh, cast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she walked in. Uh, Amanda Bierce uh, walked in and she was the perfect girl next door. Mm. Um, very quick. Apart from the fact she's 27. Uh, weird, yeah. <laughs> so she's playing 17, but she's 27. Yeah. You said you said interesting age gap. She's about the same age as Chris Sarandon in the movie. No. Really? In real life, rather. Yeah. In real life. So he's playing 43 in the movie. Oh, that's how old he's in the movie. Yeah. Right. Like, she's playing 17. Yeah. So, well. It's, it is, that's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. That's on the page. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you'll like this bit of uh, bit of Ghostbusters. Go on. For you, the head of visual effects. Oh, Richard. is it the baby bat? Go on. Well, yeah. the, the bat looks like Zool, like exactly like So him. close, so uh, close. Nearly, almost. We'll save it for the end. Keep yeah. people on okay. tenterhooks. But at the end, I'll explain the Ghostbusters connection. But it's because Richard Edlam's the head of visual effects. Yeah. He'd come off Ghostbusters. They'd made all the mistakes that they made on Ghostbusters on Ghostbusters. There are no mistakes in Ghostbusters, but carry on. Oh, trial and error. When we cover it, <laughs> when we eventually are allowed to cover it, we'll talk about them. <laughs> but apparently they made all the mistakes on Ghostbusters, so that's why this was a lot cheaper and easier to make. <laughs> Um, found a great quote from uh, Steve Johnson, uh, who we talked about a lot on our Predator episode, did the original Van Damme suit, the much maligned Van Damme suit in that movie. Uh, he said he had a blast on Fright Night. Uh, all we had to do was go and make the best monster we could, and that was fun. Also, there was lots of cocaine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In the documentary, he mentions cocaine twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now... I don't want to connect these two things, but a uh, member of the visual effects department, a lot of cocaine, <laughs> few horror stories about the visual effects department. No connection. This is just happenstance that I put them next to each other. I'm not drawing a connection here. Um, the contacts they had to wear were really uncomfortable, made of hard plastic. Amanda Bierce was in agony wearing hers. Eventually, the visual effects team realised they hadn't buffed them smooth. <gasps> mm. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, Stephen uh, Jeffries, who played Evil Ed, uh, his weren't buffed, scratched his eyeballs Jesus. on them. And uh, when they were putting fake saliva in Steve Jeffries' mouth uh, for his wolf transformation, he complained about the taste. They realised they were using glue mm. and glued his mouth shut. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> no connection. <laughs> Just happenstance. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. case funny. Is this right? Oh my god. Can everybody concentrate? <laughs> Stop doing cocaine. Come on. Yeah. Uh, did well. Uh, second highest grossing horror of 1985, Only a Nightmare on Elm Street 2, was bigger and has gone on to be your favourite V. A cult something classic. Of a classic. <laughs> and we'll talk about its sequel uh, towards the end of the show and the fucking nut story around that. But I for the moment... I watched it last night. Did you? Mm. And? It's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Didn't do very well for reasons we'll get into. Um, any more for any more? Let's go through this, baby. So... We start by meeting Peter Vincent, host of Fright Night. Uh, McDowell uh, apparently based his performance on the Cowardly Lion from The Wizard of Oz. Okay. I can see it. Okay. I can see it. Mm, I agreed. He says, Vicky can't. Vicky seems shocked <laughs> by this. Yeah. Uh, there's a lion? What, what cowardly? <laughs> Have you, you, 
Have, have I seen The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. No. <laughs> have you not? No, I've seen, do you know what I mean? I've seen it. Right, but you but haven't. Well, no, what, no, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I've seen the beginning and the end. You don't have to be so embarrassed. That, no, you haven't seen it. <laughs> but I haven't sat down and watched it, no. No, no, okay. It's a secret shame. I thought you were being quiet because you were disagreeing. You were being quiet in the hope no one looked at you and went, yep. you should have just gone, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't do that, though. Sometimes I think I should just bluster through, but you are as, as liable to pick on me if I go, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then you go, but Why? what exactly? <laughs> but why? Yeah. Now, why would we disbelieve <laughs> you with the Wizard of Oz? I don't know, but you can't you take made, those chances, so I just thought it better You made to... it worse by kind of going, yeah, I've seen it. Sort of. <laughs> what, what do you mean by seen? Listeners, yeah. make Vicky watch the Wizard of Oz. What should we do it with? You always say that the other one they did. <laughs> oh, yeah, Return to Oz. Yeah. Well, certainly not Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> I ain't going near that shit. Why? You don't like it? Oh, it's awful. There's one good scene where one of the fly monkeys, which is a proper Sam Raimi scene at the start where they're hiding in the cave and it's paws come over the lid of the cave and I was like, this is going to be great. Oh, no, the rest of it's happened. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. You say, you say Candy Lion. I, uh, there was a funny thing I noticed this time. Um, when he goes to stake the vampire, he's holding the stake towards himself. Yes! <laughs> in the movie Blood Castle. Right. Yeah, and he's got the stake the wrong way around. Does he? <laughs> so far. It's just great. <laughs> you don't hammer that end of a stake. Uh, yeah, he says, my part was of an old ham actor. I mean, a dreadful actor. He realises it, but doesn't admit it. He's got such a sad life, cowardly, and it finds his strength as a human being. Yeah, he's the only character with a proper arc in the film, and it's a really uh, good one. Disagree. Amy goes from not listening to a man about when she should have sex to definitely listening to a man about when they should have she's sex. She's not a virgin at the end, is she? So oh. that's quite big for her, I guess. Oh, is she not? Oh no, what she's about, quite, he's about to clothed. put it in. And then he bites her on the neck instead. But that seems to be just as good. You don't know what's going on downstairs. Well, you absolutely no, don't. No, he does look down there. The <laughs> she strangest, seems quite surprised. Strangest look. Yeah. We'll but, get there. But we'll not get... creepy. Regular, <laughs> normal, acceptable. Acceptable. <laughs> Chris, Chris, hi, your PR. Uh, come over here. <laughs> so uh, McDowell, by all accounts, loved playing this character. We'd gone to play him in the sequel. Well, he, he was half playing himself, wasn't he? I mean, he was a child star. He had fame through Planet of the Apes, and then his career was not on a high uh, nope. until this film. This film sort of got him back on the map a little bit, so I think there's a lot of truth to his performance here. Yeah. Which is maybe why it just... Uh, he's so good. I love him. I love I, I love him. And you're right, he's got a good arc. So we meet Amy and Charlie making out on the floor next to the bed. Charlie's trying to take it to, I don't know, my base system, third or fourth base, fourth, I think. I actually don't know the base system either. I never have... But it's because if anyone said it to you at school, you'd be like, "What? What the? We are from Lancashire. What on earth do you think you're doing?" So first base kissing, second base upstairs touching, third base downstairs touching, fourth base. Hey, hello, mother. Not oh. mother. What? what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. It's fucking weird, man. No, you don't say that, do you? Does your, does your mum listen? I've forgotten. I've forgotten. Hello, does Pam mother. Listen? As it goes in. End this. <laughs> Or I'll end you. <laughs> oh I've, my God. I've never done that. Well, that that's a way to, to cool someone's ardour, I would say. <laughs> Did you just call me your mum? Oh. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> so can we, with modern eyes, can we look at the film as him being punished for how he behaves in the opening He's scene? He's absolutely unbearable and I want him to die from the off and it is a bit of a problem. What a little prick the... good for her that she gets jerry sex quite frankly because she needs to trade up like to and also sorry this scene i was like jesus christ you should leave him obviously but it's not so it's of its time you know that that's it 
It, that's, then, so, that's what I was going to say. This this feels like a moment we have seen in multiple movies that we've covered from this era, yeah. which is Guy trying to get it to the next base with a girl and then being like angry that they're not allowed. It's everywhere at this time. It is everywhere at this time because it's something that a woman can give or choose, you know, give or not give. There's no pleasure in it for her. It's something that he has earned, in quote marks, by a year of messing oh, around yeah. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I forgot that line. That's yeah. the bit that makes me feel sick. Uh, but it's the fact that it's just the, maybe it's the, the acting style of the actor sorry I forgot his name he just shouts at her quite a lot the, mm. and he's very pushy as, as in he pushes her quite a lot physically pushes her gets, and he's uh, always like god damn it Amy and god damn it Amy it's like stop shouting at her please just stop shouting at her but it backfires because her rejection means he's suddenly much more interested in the man next door <laughs> yeah he moves on fast yeah, I mean, it is, it's quite a difficult scene to watch because at one point he's, like, trying to put his hand up her top and she's like, but look, Peter Vincent's on the TV, you like him. It's sort of like trying to distract him from his goal. It's sad, isn't it? A little bit like, oh, God. And he's meant to be, you know, I, I probably, well, I don't know, I'm asking, when you watch this when you were younger and are you like, oh, well, that's comp- like, he's a normal kid. Like, you're supposed to, he's the hero, no? Yeah. Like, I'd like this reading of him being punished, but I don't think that was the intention, was it? No. No, uh, he's uh, he's been distracted anyway. The moment she takes the top off, like you said, Chris, he sees a guy carrying a coffin into his neighbour's house and she's like, I don't understand. First you want to make love and then you don't. <laughs> and you're like, well, you know, run. <laughs> um, anyway... Amy's somehow pissed off with him now as they go downstairs uh, to meet his mum, who uh, tells him that Bob Hoskins... <laughs> Good for Bob Hoskins. ...has finally got rid of the Bob house Hoskins next door. Bob Hoskins self next door. <laughs> Bob Hoskins? It's so amazing. What was the thinking there? I Did love it. Bob Hoskins? Bob I, Hoskins. That's what I heard as well. It is. I checked. It is because someone online was like Bob Hopkins and people were like, no, no, no. They actually say Bob Hoskins. Weird oh, Bob Hoskins decision. Because yeah. he's not famous in America. Yeah. Tom Holland isn't aware of Bob Hoskins at that time. Why? What? So coincidence? You go. Bob Hoskins is the name we're going to go with. Maybe yeah. check Google it on 1985 Google. <laughs> sure, I see your point. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, I mean, he had been in the Long Good Friday. Oh. He had. That was an international film. Right there you oh, go. Weird. Yeah. So Charlie, uh, I like this bit just because now, you know, I'm a bit of a uh, Rocky Horror Show aficionado. Um, uh, when he arrives in his car at the house, he's listening to Hot Patootie, Bless My Soul, from the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack uh, in the car. Is it? Yeah. Ah, great. Well, I was quite impressed with there. Picking up on that, there's only a couple of bars and I'm like, oh, that's, that's my favourite song. That's my favourite movie now, <laughs> uh, starring uh, Tim Curry. And that completes this week's obligatory <laughs> Tim Curry reference, bringing it back. Right, uh, he meets a sex worker who's going into the house next door. Late that night, he hears a scream. And then on the following day's news, she was a known prostitute. <laughs> know, mm. the fucking 80s, Not an man. unknown one. <laughs> we knew she was a prostitute. Such an interesting snapshot of it. You don't use that language now. Like, would you remember when all those sex workers got killed by that lorry driver years ago? And it was in the UK. I can't remember his name. And the press just went nuts. And it was such a watershed moment for like, we need to be respectful of people's lives. Like, it's a job. It doesn't mean that you deserve to get killed. Mm. And then you go back to a film like this and it's just mad. Like, a known prostitute. It's like, what are people supposed to do? You're paying for it on the one hand. Mm. And on the other hand, you're like, a known <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, interesting. Do you think she was like... Oh, really? People know me. <laughs> I'm famous. Well, I've That's made it. for business, yeah. 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 Why not? <laughs> he, thought he, he thought her nipples should be hard, but um, he didn't do it himself. He got someone from wardrobe to ice them. 
Did he now? Yes, the actress just, Heidi Sorensen. Do it herself, um, I guess. Playboy playmate Heidi Sorensen had her uh, nipples iced. Mm. Great. Hot. <laughs> so, uh, he's watching the news in the cafeteria, Charlie, and he's ignoring Amy again. In his defence, he did see that woman last night and now her picture's on the news. Amy doesn't know this, but he's quite rightly distracted. He's like, fucking hell, that's the known prostitute. <laughs> I saw last night, and he gets what I think, having looked at this scene over and over again, because I'm what does she put in his face? It's a sloppy joe. What's the sloppy joe? It's like a burger, but it's more of a sort of meaty mince sauce than ah. an actual solid burger, because that's right. why it's fucking disgusting. Is that like a sloppy Giuseppe? Is that a thing? That's, that's a pizza. That's a pizza, that's yeah. A pizza, right. Yeah, yeah getting... but similar. Right, okay. Similar, similar but flatter, because... Um, it's a pizza. Good, good. Uh, and we get this famous line. Um, oh, you were so cool, Brewster. It made me... I hated it. Evil Ed's a... He's uh, in a quiet taste. He really is. Because when, when he's doing... I was like, did they audition this kid? It's really unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's really unfair. They're, ch- they're children. And he's he's obviously... And none of them are children. But they're not children. No, all right. Uh, our main man is 24. Okay. Our main girl's 27. 24. God, he looks like a baby, doesn't he? But, but you're auditioning and you get the part and, and you're riding high and then it's not fair for me to watch and be like, oh, God, you're so annoying. But when he's turning later and he's he's a demon monster thing, he's really good. But when he's a normal kid, he's I, I just can't cope with him. Do you want to know how he got the role? He actually uh, had a terrible audition for uh, Anthony Michael Hall's role in the movie we covered, Adventures in Babysitting. Right. Um, and uh, apparently he couldn't do um, a, a racist accent, so he didn't get the role. <laughs> 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 it, it wasn't. It was weird. A prolonged racist. You know, he was he was told he was told to come up with a memorable laugh, and everyone. Loved Loved what he was doing with yeah. this character. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, he's had quite the career, hasn't he, Alex? Has he? Stephen Jeffries. Yeah. Go on. Oh, I feel like I should know. He went. He didn't do the sequel, which we'll talk about at the end. He did nine four, nine seven six seven, evil six evil. Yeah. But then he did some other films. So um, early late nineties, early two thousand. Sex on the Beach, The Cockpit, <laughs> Leather After Midnight, <clears throat> Buff and Gay. Um, and what I'm assuming is a leather trilogy, leather virgin, leather buddies, leather intrusion. <laughs> um, his final, Ouch. his um, let me write these down. His final uh, film, 2002. I'm guessing is a play on Training Day. It's called Seaman Training Day. <laughs> oh no! And Brilliant. Then, then, he, oh, then, no. then he went back into the mainstream. <laughs> But he had just a little little break. Uh, he was called Sam Ritter when he was making those films, not not Stephen Jeffries. You need your you, you haven't got your semen badge. You need your semen yeah. training. Semen training. I don't day. want it. S E A M A N. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not like not what not I like, was thinking. It's not like I'm King Kong, Kong semen. <laughs> yeah. King Kong ain't got no semen on me. It's a clever title because it works. It works always. On different levels, does it? Well, as as he did, apparently. (laughs) Right then. uh, So, Charlie thinks Jerry Sex might be a bad one. He's living his best life. He's drinking Coke, eating candy and looking at jazz mags. <laughs> I was uh, like, good night. Yeah, good night. Been there, done that. Things get even more got, exciting. Got stains on the T-shirt. <laughs> Picks up the binoculars yeah. and, whoa, some real-life boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. Rear window with tits. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Jerry Sex. We see his fangs. Cool. 
We see those creepy, delicate fingers. Fucking mm. awful. Oh, <laughs> nails. Run those nails up and down my back. Setting. Um, so let's talk about uh, this character, uh, Jerry Sex. Originally more villainous, Sarandon tried to find ways to humanise him. Mm. Did uh, he do any, um, basically, fruit bats, fruit bats, <laughs> fruit bats, before <laughs> Alice gets there, he was so excited, fruit bats. Okay, right, let's, so let's do this, let's do this, let's just do it. We're fruit gonna, bats! We're going to take, no, in fact, we'll, we'll leave a break here, so when it comes back it'll feel like new information from me. Okay. Let's take a break. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So what's this about fruit bats? So, would you like no, to know? Good. Let, me, let me do this. Let me do this. This is the best fact. Go on. I, I prefixed it with the best fact. I'm doing it. Um, so... He uh, of of him eating fruit all the time, uh-huh. apples, whatever else, oranges. Yeah, uh, him eating all the fruit. Uh, he was like, uh, he decided uh, his character had a lot of fruit bat DNA in him, which is fine. Except you go, there are vampire bats. <laughs> That's why it works. That's what the vampire <laughs> connection is. It's not sort of like, which bat do you, you want to be? <laughs> Follow this through, Chris. So but if, it's, you're, it's, if you're a fruit bat vampire... You might have fucked a vampire bat. But surely you're like, yeah. I am going to drain this satsuma <laughs> I <of> think juice. <laughs> it's like, no, that's what a fruit bat vampire would do. I like him eating apples. I like him eating apples. Well, I thought, I didn't like it because I thought it was heavy-handed symbolism because mm. Charlie's hiding in the bushes and it looks like... Like Jerry Sex has gone, would you like the forbidden fruit? Join me. And I was like, oh, fuck it. If I works, see another apple. It works on lots of levels like semen training day. So true. Uh, he also said his character, Jerry Sex, uh, used them to cleanse his palate after draining blood. A lot of people do. See, <laughs> he's put, he's put, I sometimes eat one after a steak. Um, yeah, he's put I, a lot when of I'm at the this. Indian, they're like, they're like, do you want a, 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 a bit after, of orange? After eight, I'm like, no, have you got an apple? <laughs> but yeah. No. <laughs> 
I mean, it does freshen. <laughs> All right. It's too much fructose in it for me. Long, boring story. Uh, right then. So, uh, about the fingers, Sarandon uh, said that they caused difficulties whenever he had to urinate. Uh, so, costume supervisor, Mort Schwartz. No, held his dick for him. Is that what you're going to say? Apparently something that I think you'd get into trouble uh, for now. <laughs> yeah. Mort Schwartz constantly offered to help him. Uh, but... Sarandon, knowing Sarandon, he was like, I'll use a coat hanger. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I used a coat hanger, which sounds painful. It sounds yeah. risky. But you would, you just hook it under there. I don't know. I mean, I need a couple. <laughs> <laughs> there Mate. isn't one big enough. They haven't he, made one big enough. Is he hooking it in the end? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you're not supposed to do it like that. Oh. It, should be, it should be relatively painless. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Like you hoisting, yeesh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but that's what I'd need a pulley system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Need an industrial <laughs> pulley system. Yeah. Get some shoelaces, yeah. magnets, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a metal plate. In See it. what NASA have got. I don't. It's, nothing's been invented. Yeah. You'll need a. You'll need to put a winch on a satellite and hoist it into space. Make it stop! Make it stop! Right then, uh, enough of that. Uh, so Charlie actually does a smart thing here, and uh, I love it when a character in a horror movie does a smart thing. He calls the fucking police. Yes, uh, he has got enough evidence at this point to go. This guy, regardless of his vampirism, killing people. Yes, police come round. It's R. Evans, brilliant chief engineer from the airport in Die Hard Two. He turns up. Charlie's doing well until he goes, and also he's a vampire. Unusual you know? for a homicide detective to take the grass in with you. I think <laughs> like this kid says you're a murderer. That feels a bit risky, but fine. Is there no two way glass or something? <laughs> This feels, I feel exposed here. Uh, the painting of Amy, uh, Chris Sarandon's idea mm. to have the, to have a sort of uh, a, a lost love who looks like Amy. I didn't. It took me a while to figure out that what was going on, which I think is the script. But yep. it just made me think because I'm on, I'm on the hate Charlie train at this point. So when he sees the picture, he says Amy, and you're like, oh, okay. And then he goes home and he's like, he's coming after me. And it's like, but he's got a painting of your girlfriend, and you're not bothered about that at all. Like you're just thinking of yourself because I hate him. Did you say the hate Charlie train? Hate Charlie. Hates Charlie. Yeah. Just because. You're right. <laughs> no, because when we talk about work, you yeah. being on a HR train sounds within the wheelhouse of your job. And I, 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 I was just about to say, God, you go on boring trains. Yeah, you don't want to be on the HR train. Wow. But the, the painting is more about Jerry than Charlie, isn't it? It gives him some some sadness to play at the end of the movie. It yeah. gives it gives his vampire a little bit of depth, makes him a bit more interesting, makes him a bit more human. Dracula. Mm-hmm. It gives, it's Dracula. Yeah, the mummy used it mm. as well, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, no one believes Charlie. Uh, uh, but we do meet Jerry Sexer's uh, platonic yeah, I'm, roommate. I'm very keen to talk about him. <laughs> Jonathan Stark um, playing Billy. He is great. Very, very, very good. Mm. Uh, Billy, um, can we have a new euphemism for secret gay boyfriend? <laughs> uh, it is living carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Never heard that phrase before. Yeah, Don't think it exists as a job. <laughs> but knowing my luck, he's his living carpenter. Yep. He works, Probably gay. He, he works with wood. Uh, it's uh, lovely, lovely mm. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's great, isn't he? Smug, ominous. Just, yeah. Just laughing. Yeah. E- Evil Ed and Billy spend most of this film laughing. Yeah. Until they get killed. Yeah. Evil Ed. Uh, Evil Ed tells Charlie. Uh, the vampire rules, uh, very much like the Frog Brothers do. Useful, though. Boys. Yep. It is important. You yeah. have to do this. Yeah, of course. You've got you to set the rules. I mean, here, at least they stick to them. 
freaking Lost Boys, which we can talk about on Thursday. Vampires can't come in your house unless invited. Oh, they're all in here. Did anyone? <laughs> no. Did you secretly? Because have they all just come in? He Fuck doesn't. Him. He doesn't want Charlie to call him evil. Yeah. Now, where did the nickname come from then? He seems like a kid who would call himself Evil yeah, Ed. he does. Because there's not, nothing evil about him, so you wouldn't call him that. Yeah. It's a problem later on where Jerry's like, I'll yeah. stop you being and bullied. And you're like, you're like, yeah. you're like, mm. I, he doesn't, he seems like the bully. He kind he of bullies, bullies Charlie. He bullies Charlie. Right. Mm. And suddenly we're pay, you keep, painting You keep him. fucking up my changes here. Yeah. But yeah, Evil Ed, at no point is bullied and several times does bully. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So, a vampire can't enter the house without being invited. Wouldn't you just know it? Charlie's <laughs> dumbass mum invites Chris Sarand and Jerry Sex into the house. Uh, Tom Holland describes him as the GQ vampire, which I think is a really good way of putting it. He's suave, he's sophisticated, he's got great taste, he's charming, he's witty. Mm. And is he, is he as fit as I'm told? He, oh, looks yeah. like a, he looks like a dude from Dynasty to me. Yeah, it's. I mean, basically, it all gets a bit muddled for me because we. I wouldn't normally fancy a man in that array of sweaters, but we've all. It's all got uh, yeah murky this, because of Dylan McDermott right, McDonald right, thing. Yep. So a man in a sweater. He wears. He's up there. He's a yeah. what, top three sweater wearers. And now, it's I the era. Say. You know, the hottest yeah. men were wearing sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> This, we're going to talk about it soon, but this won't be the first time we've talked about a, a middle-aged man on a dance floor in a sweater. Yes. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, you know, I, I you know. know. I know where but we're going. He's a, so he's, he's good, he's handsome, he's sexy. He's very handsome and he's very sexy. But mm. So it's the, the Jerry Dandridge thing is really confusing, especially when he's living carpenter. He goes, Jer, Jer, like, and, and shortens it. And you're like, Jer, like, that's a working blue collar. So the name, is, the name is still a problem. The name is still a problem. He is sexy, but the trouble is, he, if you're going to call him Jerry Dandridge, the joke has got to be he looks like a regular guy and he doesn't look like a regular right. guy. He looks like a suave, Dracula, sexy vampire. Exactly. Which is why, because he is so goddamn sexy, which is why the transformation into the vampire in the next scene in Charlie's room yeah. is so good. Useful, it's important. Yeah. You think at this point, you've seen him with his fangs out biting into a girl's neck, you are yeah. pretty certain he's going to be sexy vampire. Yeah. And then you see, and it's not romantic vampire, no. it's not sexy, he's beast vampire. Yeah. And that's great. And it also leads into almost the funniest line in the whole movie. After he gets stabbed through the hand with a pencil and, and runs off after he's trying to kill Charlie in the house, you hear a smashing up outside. And then Jerry calls Charlie and goes, I just smashed up your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an all-powerful vampire would do. It's really petulant. You just yeah. say, what? Why? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you stabbed me with a pencil. Guess what? Smashed up your car, mate. Look outside. It's smashed up. It is a funny scene because obviously the phone was a maybe more of a big deal in 1985. But Jerry's run off and the phone rings and you know the scene is supposed to go. He, he's, Charlie's meant to go, hello, because he's scared to death. And someone's like, oh, I'm just pizza guy, whatever. And you're like, oh, whatever. And he's like, oh, no, it is you. Why have you rung me on the phone? Like, but it is just to show Tell you about, about your car, mate. It's <laughs> fucked. I just <laughs> literally kicked the shit out That's of it. Learn you. <laughs> I also think you need a, a line earlier in the film where mum says she's having trouble sleeping, so she's taking <laughs> tranquilizers. Because <laughs> this is a lot happening in the next room, isn't it? Really? But then she offers her son a Valium, which I like, guess gets them out of it. That okay, be, yeah. so that is it. Yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah, she does. She does. She's, he's like, I've had a nightmare, and then she offers her, Thank you, I Alex. believe, teenage mm. child Valium. Yep. You fixed it. Yep, that's it. So we can cross that change off your numerous change list. Mm. 
So, Amy and Evil go to Charlie's room and they find out that Charlie has gone mad and he's going <laughs> to kill Jerry Sex. Stakes, crucifixes everywhere. He's already been to Peter Vincent at this point and Peter Vincent has gone, I'm not helping you, you nuts job. <laughs> and so, yep. Charlie's going to do but it on his own. Refusal of the call. Yes. You've got to have it. That's nice. You've got to have it. And so ooh, they pay him $500 to Amy and Evil to do the job, or Amy does anyway. Evil, I don't know if he has any money. He seemed very thrilled about the $8 Charlie gave him for vampire rules earlier. So they're going to do the test on Jerry Sex, but they're going to use fake holy yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. Important point. Yeah. Uh, nice little touch here where Jerry drinks the water. And I think maybe I've got this wrong, but like because he's kind of a cool badass vampire, he takes the little vial that he was given the water in and is about to chuck it in the fire. Yeah. And then Peter Vince goes, mm, no, could I get that back? Which works because A, it's either a prop from one of his movies that he's hanging on to, or B, he can't afford another vial because mm. he's so poor. Uh, but I don't yeah. know why he demands it back if it's not one of those little character notes. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like it. Either way, it works. It does. It does. But then he sees in the mirror, Jerry's sex has no reflection, which you wonder how he looks so good every day if he can't (laughs) see himself. Because he looks, you'd imagine you need to do that hair somehow. But that's why you've got a carpenter. You tell me, Alex. (laughs) I have no idea anymore. (laughs) So evil pretends to be bitten in the alley. And then he is fucking mm. bitten. Yeah. Oh, is it the boy who cried wolf? Uh-oh. It's about to become a wolf. <laughs> <gasps> Just didn't, thought of that. Didn't even, didn't even think. And then uh, we, we get to watch the Terminator uh, for a bit. <laughs> um, but literally, because Tom... Well, Holland, no, f- firstly, you have the scene where he turns him, which is a great scene. Uh, where he turns... Um, Ed. Ed. Where Ed visits Peter Vincent and his... No, but he, where Ed gets turned by Jerry. I can't remember. Go on, tell me. Well, no, but uh, just before they, you talk about the nightclub scene. Yeah. But before they go into the nightclub, um, Jerry finds Evil Ed and turns him. Yeah. And it's quite an amazing moment, I think, in the film where you think it's going to be violent, but it's actually very tender. Where Jerry says to him, I know what it's like being different. They won't pick on you anymore. And rather than grab him, he just extends his hand. Mm. It's a true. Fun, it's a great moment. But as we were talking about, the context of what he's saying took me out of it. Agreed, hundred percent. Right. But I think it's very well acted by both of them in that moment. Yeah, because you see, you see Ed's pain there. We just haven't seen it earlier in the film. Yeah, so it feels unearned a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, Tom Holland wanted uh, Brad uh, Fiedel, Fiedel, one of the two, uh, to do the score because he was a huge fan of his score for the Terminator and probably had this moment all planned out in his head where he's like, Jerry is going to go Terminator. Big trench coat, walking along, unstoppable force. Don't mess with me in this nightclub. Uh, you know, literally bounces, take him on and he just goes, yeah. smash them up because I'm the Terminator. Yeah, blows his cover a bit, which is the whole motivation yeah. for killing Charlie. Yes, I did so, think that. A bit of a shame. You're kind of out in the open here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you needed any more uh, confirmation that Jerry Sex is the sex, women stroke him as he walks by them in the nightclub. <laughs> Strangers. You never, just, you never read that? Yeah, no. You just have to. I mean, I have. All but, I the mean, time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> my hair, my beautiful hair, they stroke my hair, rub their fingers, they their long have, fingernails through it. Rub my bald head. <laughs> bald For luck. Head. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, uh, <laughs> Classic, never take your eye off the ball, Charlie. He's on the phone. Where's Amy? <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> that escalated fast. It did, and good for you. Get yours because your boyfriend is a dick. If you saw that going on in the night you though, you get a fucking room. Yeah, we're very British though. We wouldn't. We just turn. We just tut a lot and turn our backs. He, she transforms from a girl into a woman. She is the idea indeed. through the scene uh, to the point in the her hair even changes. I know her hair is constantly it, changing. It, it, it goes. Does, it looks better in this she, scene. Yeah, in, in this scene, it goes from down to up. Yeah. Um, when she's aroused. Um, <laughs> but it might not have worked on her because the actress Amanda Beers came out in 1993. She did, yeah. So it failed. Jerry. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Serrano says lots of women ask him about the dance and some men do too. Can we do the dance? Is that what they ask him? <laughs> Which is creepy. Yeah, he doesn't say yes to that. No. But yeah, so harking back to, obviously, uh, the film with another middle-aged man in a jumper on a dance floor. Come on. Basic instinct. <laughs> Michael Douglas in that sweater. What the fuck are you doing? How are you that unsexy? Oh, yeah. Hot and sweaty. It makes more sense in 1995 than it does in 1992 as well. It, yeah. We were getting to the point where maybe we, we were wearing shirts again. Yeah, we, we were. that's so true. <laughs> we were. I was we weren't in nightclubs yet. No. But. I mean, it is just because he walks. It's just such a powerful scene because he walks into that nightclub like he owns it. But it's like but you're wearing a jumper, and it looks like a little bit of like a you know like watching telly jumper as well. Like you know, you'd wipe your dinner. Is, down it, is this Douglas or Sarandon? This is Sarandon. Yeah. Right? Michael Douglas looks incredible. Awful. <laughs> I mean, incredible. Is it the cream jumper? Yeah, it's a, I think it's a sort of a, a kind of aqua. It's a, like a, maybe a turquoise, a light. Has he got no socks on? It, it's something horrible because at that point you're like, <laughs> it's a it's a V-neck. That's is it? Yeah. And a low. No, and, uh, yeah, God, and, low and nothing God. underneath. So. <laughs> that's um, yeah. But this scene as well, I think we. I think another film we've talked about that's very similar to this scene is Labyrinth, when David Bowie dances with Jennifer Connelly. And that's creepy. It's just, it is, it yep. is, but it's, you know, it's this, you know, we, these are about, the, I mean, I guess vampire films are often about an adolescent becoming... Growing up yes. and a sexual awakening, yep. and it's happening here with a, a middle-aged man and a supposedly teenage girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, David, David Bowie does not run his hand up Jennifer Connelly's skirt. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I was that. like, that, "That's third base to go back to our, <laughs> our, our new favoured system." That's a third base move in a nightclub. In a nightclub, yeah, not even but in the toilets, see, FYI. But, but equally, you can't see his cock. Yep. That's Labyrinth. There's a. There's, oh, you true. can see every. So you can see true. everything. <laughs> and I could see. Yeah, I everything. think there's some. I'll be honest. I think there's some extra there. <laughs> He's got too much. Something's been stuffed. <laughs> Okay, you're on, David. Just give me one minute. I didn't realise. <laughs> anyone got a sock? <laughs> Has anyone got a sock? Uh, right then. So Amy's been kidnapped. She wakes up on a rug by a fire in the most eighties moment of an eighties movie. Was this like your first time, Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. Answer the, answer the question. Was it? No. Right. Al. Yes. Uh, well, did you wake up on a rug? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> in a dress. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, seriously. Did you wake up on a rug in a dress? Oh, so sexy eighties beats playing. I was. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Making yeah. a big log fire. Did, yeah, and an old man walks yep. in. Did a bloke called Jerry take your top off and then stare at your tits weirdly? <laughs> oh, it's all rub my nipples with ice. Get them really hard. They just do, don't they? People on film sets. You 
the woman's like, I don't, I can just concentrate and do it. Don't worry about it. I'll just use my mind. Well, you can yeah. concentrate and do it. No, you can try and like feel the breeze a bit. I don't know, or it just takes a breeze. You can, or, you can what? Can you? You can think about it or feel the breeze. You can try and concentrate more on your surroundings and, and imagine being a bit more cold. Wow. That Mate, might work. You could just if you just wanted to make your nipples hard, like <laughs> bing, you could do that. I don't know if I could do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those halcyon days. <laughs> yeah. Any moment I like, bing, you bing, know, bing. young people. Bing, bing. Have Whereas out. they were barely soft in my twenties. <laughs> what we say. What we're saying is have fun with those nipples while you're young. <laughs> while you can, because there'll come a point where... They'll just, betray you. There's nothing there. They used to do whatever I asked them to do. You'll need a good five minutes to get them hard. Now, now it's like tuning a radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flicking at them, banging them into nothing. things. Has anyone got eyes? <laughs> oh, a pair of tweezers out. Anyone got a coat hanger? <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's weird though. Let's stop. Makes makes it less weird. Let's stop. We mentioned coat hangers earlier, officer. So, uh, they've got to rescue Amy then. Charlie and Peter, they've got together. Mm. Uh, uh, So, Amy's a vampire now. Charlie arrives on his own. Then Peter turns up. Jerry Sex says the brilliant line, Welcome to Fright Night. For real. <laughs> and you're like, cool, like that. And they do make a nice duo as well. And as I say, I do, think, I do think Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer did, I hadn't thought about it before, but he's just taken that template of the, of the older teacher and the younger sort of innocent kids yeah. going into battle together. And this final uh, portion of the film is where things, as I said, first watch for me, just go Fucking nuts, and I loved it because it's a long movie. Mm. And I swear, at this point, I, it would have started to lose me right. had it not just gone shit, like just mad. Like you're going to say bat shit bat crazy? Shit. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not quite you... Chris's clue. And then, it was, <laughs> and then I said shit, and it didn't work. So I was like, no, get me out of this, Chris. Things go shit crazy. <laughs> shit crazy. I'm, not, I'm not quoting Chris's clue. <laughs> Do you hate me that much? <laughs> it's more plagiarism. It's yours. Uh, so uh, right. Um, evil turns into a dog, gets stabbed with a table leg. He pretends to be Charlie's mum first. That's fucking oh frightening when God, he turns around with that red wig on. But it's not even like a real wig. It's like cl- cloth or like a mop. It's a mop. Like a mop. Yes, that's terrifying. What are you doing, evil? Yeah. Bastard. You know how I feel about dogs dying? Don't mind, cause it's not a real dog. It's a vampire evil dog. And yeah. I don't really like Evil Ed very much, so I'm fine that he's a dog that gets killed. But this is... This death... It's prolonged and it's agonising. It's brilliant. And and the actor really sells it as well, Mm. as does Roddy McDowell. There's a pain on Roddy McDowell's face when he's watching it. Mm. It takes you by surprise, I think. And that's what I mean by the fact that this movie just changed... This this moment changes everything for me. It's such a long... The effects work, the practical effects work is astounding. It's tragic and yet it's grotesque at the same time. The challenge for Steve Johnson and all those guys was we want to do America Wealth in London in reverse. Mm -hmm. So they do it in the light. They keep the camera on it for most of it and they, they... Pretty, I mean, it doesn't look that bad, does it? It, looks, it does, hasn't aged at all badly. And it, every time it might, you cut away to Ronnie McDowell, like you say, yeah. just looking heartbroken at what he's done, but also what else was he going to do? And you yeah. can see that face acting. You yeah. love a bit of that. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And if uh, if that was going to be the only bit of gore, hold on to your hats. Wow. So they run him. Is it too late to save Amy? No, because we've got new rule, half vampire. Mm. Um, kill the main vampire. Everything's going to be fine. And uh, then the roommate, Billy, he dies. It's never really clear, and it doesn't matter what Billy is. I mean, he's kind of a familiar. I he's guess. A familiar. Yeah, he can walk around during the day, doing his bidding, doing Jerry's bidding. Mm. Uh, but he's not fully a vampire, so he turns in 
I mean, what? Green what? fucking goo. <laughs> and then sand. <laughs> Melts. Yeah. It's so good, though. It's how so goo, gross. How does the goo become sand? No oh, one knows. I loved it. Did you love it? <laughs> I did love it, because it, it, it did take it to a... It took the film to a different place. Mm. Like, when we watch those films where it's like someone going, I'm just going to affect this, you know, and then just bash someone over the head with effects. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter why, you know, if it would have been a bit more paying attention to character, you're like, I thought Billy was a human, at least, but... I mean, it might be to do with the rating system, but, like, Lost Boys lacks this. There's that one vampire in the bath, and you get a little bit of this, but the fact that this just holds the shot and just goes, watch these effects, yeah. watch them, and just don't cut away. Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, so, uh, Peter Vincent has faith now with that little smile. He's got faith in the crucifix. Yeah, not the most I cinematic didn't... thing in the world, watching someone regain their faith with a smile, <laughs> if, I'm being, if I'm being that person. Oh, but that's well, how, did he get, how did he regain his faith? Because he saw the crucifix worked on someone else. Because uh, it works on Ed, doesn't it, when he goes oh, round? Oh, yeah, that'll be it then. Yeah. Mm. But they, it works on Ed ages ago, when Ed first goes round. Is oh, that yeah. a reason to, to, well, to no. regain your faith? I think Vicky's making the point that, well, he had his faith and he lost his faith and he got it back again. Yeah. Right. That is, yeah. So I didn't get it because Jerry's like, you old man, you need faith or whatever. Well, you, this is what you get crossing that shit out. <laughs> that. It doesn't matter you that he's got now. his faith back because you're absolutely right, yeah. yeah. He, uh, it's confused, if anything. Yes. Convenient. <laughs> right. Into the final conflict. Uh, I do love the weird bat creature that Jerry becomes. Uh, not a fruit bat, though. A vampire bat, Jerry. A vampire <laughs> bat, Chris. Uh, they go into the basement. Uh, Amy comes down, having had a sexy vampire makeover, looking good long, initially. Oh, with the long hair. Long hair. Yeah. Long hair now. Um, so, we didn't get to my first watch of this film, but I didn't watch this film for a long time because of the friggin' video cover. So the video cover is Amy. It's it's so funny they chose Amy, but I guess they were very happy with that effect and and the giant sort of shark mouth. Mm. That was the poster. That was the video cover. And then also, I believe the traders did the same thing. None of those things made you made you uh, think this was a comedy. Right. They didn't lean into that at all. This was. This looked like the hot, the most hardcore horror film. I didn't watch it for fucking years, and then I sat down to watch. It. I was like, "Oh, hold on, this is this is so." I mean, it is frightening and it's horrific, but it's light. Ditto, ditto, which was also Wordle a couple of nights ago. Uh, ditto. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. It was that video cover, her face hovering above the house, in terrifying that, in that glow. The vampire smoke we talked about last week. The vampire wind. It's just Don't and everyone, everyone involved in the me. movie, from Amanda Bears to the, the special effects guys, the director were surprised that the marketing team picked that as the image yeah. and yet it's become iconic mm. but but making this movie they did not think that was going to be how this film would be I sold I knew that picture but I didn't know it was this film sure. so when you said we were doing it I didn't really know what you were talking about I've yeah. just never seen it and then I saw the cover and I was like oh I know that yeah, but I just iconic. didn't watch it Yeah, it's so good that they used it again for the second one but here you'll like this they went from a little suburban house and it's a tower, it's a, an apartment block in the second one but it's the yes. same thing ah. yeah because it's a, it's a block of flats yeah. it's like Evil Dead Rice thing um, by the way uh they gave her a bit of a makeover um, for her sort of vampy persona and she kept those breasts for 25 years <laughs> and then she gave them away at a convention and she now regrets it Amanda oh. Beers does oh. oh I sold all my matchbox cars for a quid at a school fair once and I really wish I hadn't I missed those cars so uh, they smash the windows Jerry starts to disintegrate Jerry sex ain't Jerry sex anymore uh, his demise oof it's awful do you want your Ghostbusters trivia yes yeah do it for? do it so effects uh, designer on Fright Night John Bruno who also worked on Ghostbusters tells this story 
They had an alternate library ghost puppet right. for Ghostbusters right. that they used, and then they went, it's too scary for a PG movie. It's freaking terrifying. And you can see footage online of this ghost, and it is. Because the library ghost is also scary. Yes. This is much scarier and slightly dodgy. You see library ghost boobs and stuff. No. And so it's unused. Right. And then... For this section of Fright Night, they went to use the exact same skull that they based the original library ghost on that wasn't used, and that is the skull that bursts out of Jerry's face mm-hmm. when he's sort of... And I didn't know what that was meant to be, because to me at this point, it's just gross. Yeah. He's trying to turn back into a bat and failing because he's dying, cool. which is so cool. <laughs> and that's why that skull smashes through his face, and that's the original library ghost skull. Oh, do, you, do you know what that librarian ghost is called? In Ghostbusters? Mm, Is she not called Library Ghost? No, she has a name. Graham. No, I don't know it. Eleanor Twitty. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Probably doesn't get said in the film, but they did name her. Lovely. Thanks, Bob. I love that. Do you you feel sated? (laughs) Yeah, I just feel really, I feel elated. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, it. Jerry's dissolved, uh, and the ending. Oh, let's talk about what the original ending was going to be. Mm. Interesting, interesting one that was changed. Uh, I think once uh, the actors got the script, so I don't know whether Roddy McDowell had a hand in this, but it was changed. No, it, I think they shot it. Oh, really? Yep. Ooh. I'll tell, yep. you, I'll tell you what it is. The original ending it was uh, Peter Vincent back hosting Fright Night like happens mm-hmm. at the end of this, mm-hmm. but in front of a live audience. Yeah. He transforms into a vampire. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the head of the studio said, you can't do that. Oh. Uh, the vampires can't win. Studio heads are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> the vampires can't win. And so um, Tom Holland had a real problem. He didn't have an ending, which makes me think they did shoot it. Uh, he said there's no closure, but he went back through the script Grabbed a laugh of the evil Ed from earlier in the film. Yeah. Had those, you know, did shot the scene with the eyes and bang, you've got your ending. Yeah. And it's actually, it works because it means evil Ed is alive, which mm. sort of, you know, yeah. a vampire, sure, but not dead, which after having watched that heartbreaking death, you're like, oh, okay, okay, he's fine, just dead, but a yeah. vampire. Because yeah. you would want him to be part of a sequel. Mm. And then obviously, as you're about to say, he didn't end up doing it. I mean, he's the one that chose not to do Fright Night 2. Yeah, he was offered the lead in 976 Evil with Robert England, and he Robert England to... directing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I've never seen it. Have you? It's not very good. I've never heard of it. Fright Night 2 is better. Mm. So, yeah, he was he was offered Fright Night 2, said no, which makes you think he would have been a big part of Fright Night 2 um, if he had done it. Mm. Uh, so, on the subject of uh, Fright Night 2, um, it sank at the box office, uh, not entirely because of anything it did, but uh, the head of Carolco, Carolco, uh, Jose Menendez, and his wife, uh, were made, have you read, I'm a sucker for true crime on mm. Netflix, so I was aware of this. They were yeah, murdered yeah. by their sons, Lyle and Eric, who claimed that they killed them for years of abuse, but when, they're still incarcerated forever oh. for killing. Yeah, the Menendez brothers, they were yeah. two good-looking lads in L.A., yeah. And um, they, they were, they were really, set to really make rich, a... weren't they? And yeah. yep. they, they were... wanted it for them. They, did they do it for the money or something? Well, yeah. That's what the prosecution said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, <clears throat> as a result of that, Ooh, A, it was in the news, and B, uh, Fright Night Part 2 kind of was buried by um, mm. the uh, Carol Co. subsidiary who just went, uh, just put it in a few theatres and it went straight to DVD. And it, apparently, like Chris said, I haven't seen it. It's, it's not, all right. Yeah, yeah. Bad. No, it's, it's not a bad sequel. I mean, Charlie doesn't come across any better, but it's, 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 um, 
it's them together again, fighting vampires, which is good fun. They've got a, a female, a, a woman head vampire who's really great. And yeah, it felt like it could have gone on and on. Like it felt like it should have. Well, never say never, because obviously we got the remake uh, from, I think it was 20, 2013, something like that. Anyway, uh, maybe a bit earlier. Um, David Tennant in the Peter Vincent role. Oh, really? He's <laughs> quite good fun, isn't it? He's quite good fun. Colin Farrell is a much more ferocious Jerry. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Collette's the mum. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. Re- it's, it's actually really good. That sounds uh, fun. The late, uh, great Anton Yelchin, who uh, suddenly missed. Really? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the Jerry. Uh, I've never the Jerry, heard of Charlie. Charlie character. Yeah. And. Um, Evil Ed is played by McLovin. Mm. <laughs> Christopher Mintz Plath. Yeah, I went oh, out to the States. To, okay, I went good. out to the States to cover that one. It is, it is really well made. I think the David Tennant stuff doesn't work because rather than have him be a late night horror show talk host, he is a Las Vegas magician. Mm. And okay. there's just something a bit more arrogant and less likable about those people. Yeah. yeah. Or as Tom Holland says, uh, it was a it was criminal what they did to Peter Vincent right. in that movie. Okay. So he's, uh, he says he doesn't mind the film, but he thought that Jerry and Peter Vincent were not uh, anyway. Okay. Near. I mean, I respect them trying to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like a lot of... Cast Elvira! Get Elvira! <laughs> Man, that would have been good. But yeah. Uh, so... But why it might not be over, Tom Holland, this is October 28th, 2020. Uh, We don't need the day. (laughs) It was the Tuesday. The wind was cold. I remember it well. I was on the coast (laughs) eating some croissants and a nice cup of mint tea. With Elsie. You remember Elsie? Elsie. She used to live next door but one. She's not well anymore. Before he passed. (laughs) Dysentery took her. So, uh, he said in 2020, he is in the process of writing a sequel to direct called Fright Night Resurrection that would ignore the 1988 sequel and be a proper sequel to his original film. He wants to bring back the original characters, saying, of course, Charlie's back, and so is Evil Ed. I just make Charlie less of a dick. <laughs> yeah. They've aged pretty well, the actors. They have. They have. I mean, did you watch? I couldn't find it. I ended up watching clips of. There's a three-hour documentary about the making of Fright Night and the sequels. Um, I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you? Don't tell me because I know what you feel about watching things illegally. But it's unavailable in the UK. It's it? on the Blu-ray. Just to right. pay money for it. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Of course. I, weirdly, weirdly, Chris, I don't have the Blu-ray. I don't know how that happened because I don't uh, don't have a vault buried under my house <laughs> with every director's commentary ever. Part of the job, it. mate. <laughs> Shall we do the bits? Mm. Best scene, V. Uh, Ed getting killed on all the all the effects and the sadness, everything that you said. That's the best bit. Ditto. Good. Which was also Wordle a few days ago. Chris. All right, I'm going to change mine. I think it is the dance sequence. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Why did I not say that? Because it's weird. No. <laughs> not, not because it's sexy, but because uh, her hair changes. And I think that's really funny. And not at all sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right then, uh, MVW, most valuable whatever, Chris. I've got two. I've, I want to hear yours so I can pick a different one. All right, V. Uh, the dad. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Roddy McDowell. I don't actually think it's Chris Sarandon actually because I don't know. I just don't. Roddy McDowell just is. He's a. He's very very funny. He's got the pathos and he's just a bit of class. Mm. So him. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, I'll do mine then, so Chris can pick one that we haven't done. Uh, mine is uh, Richard Edlund, Steve Johnson, and everyone who worked in the visual okay. effects department of this movie. Seriously, this was a first watch for me. I didn't expect that. Nothing that had gone before in this film gave me a clue that that was how it was going to end with such grotesquery and I bloody loved it. 
Um, okay, uh, I think someone should vote for Chris Sarandon, so I'm going to vote for him. He's famously one of the sexiest vampires of all time. He gets my vote. So, uh, we sort of went through some of yours, although we haven't heard them from you yet. No. What would you change? You heard them. You heard Chris. them. You heard them. Um, change Jerry's name. Um, <laughs> we need to see Ed bullied earlier. It makes his decision more believable and it makes the moment more tragic. Uh, but I've said them. So, I think you need to twist through at the end. Make Billy the head vampire. No. Yes. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'll just jump in because mine is simply a part of one of Chris's multitude of changes. It's the it's the evil Ed thing. You I, just having Jerry go. You were bullied, and I'll change that. It's like, nah. Show me it, mate. Show me it. Didn't yeah. see that. I mean, he looks like he might have been bullied, but sure. let's see it. Yeah. V. I want them to be a proper gang. So Charlie is his behaviour is unacceptable towards his girlfriend and outrageous, right? No way. And he's not really friends with Ed, is he? Like, they're not nice to each other. I think he calls him a prick or... I see you. I see where you're going. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so much like the Goonies, which we'll talk about a lot on Thursday. I wish they were a proper little team. And so, and they can still be all split we're, up no, and we're doing, we're doing the Lost Boys on Thursday. Oh, shit. Oh, we did the we? Goonies but, years ago. But are we, though? <laughs> but are we? So, yeah, just if they were, we're a not, gang we're doing the Monster and squad. they were friends. Because also, when... When Charlie goes to Ed's house to ask him for advice about the vampires, he charges him, doesn't he? He asks for money for it. Yeah. But a real buddy would be like, oh, my God, this is the thing we're going to do together. It would. I, I, 100, I hadn't thought of it. That's why it's your change, not mine. But I do, I do get what you mean. That's so true. If oh, you, nice if, one, Alex. If you, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where do you get these wonderful ideas? So we'll probably just do a little bit of an edit on this. You know what? Do you know what would really work? Yeah, you know they were really like like Buffy, oh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. But if they were friends, yeah. it's, it's a bit where friends. he goes to his house. And I think he charges him. Monster he charges squad. him for advice. And Goonies. A real friend. What about Goonies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Goonies. Yeah. And yeah. we've come uh, Chris, full circle. We're going to talk about Goonies on Thursday. Oh yeah, silly me. Are we? Good and end scene. Beautiful work. Right then, that is us done. Look, he's crying. <laughs> I'm, crying. <laughs> I'm on that HR train that you were talking about. <laughs> oh, you and your fun trains. Right, we are done with Fright Night, so I believe there is a quiz in the making. Thrilling, yes. let's do it. So, I, uh, how, are you guys aware of the website Cameo? No. No? Oh, Yes. <laughs> Would you like to tell Sorry, Vicky what yes. Cameo is? So what I do is I offer to record messages like happy birthday or, or video do messages. Do I did people. I did look for you on it. I'm not Have annoying you that you it? weren't. It's where fam- real, really for actual famous people. Or not actually. In actually, <laughs> we're getting there. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> they, you record personal messages from people for like 200 quid, 60 quid. Depends on how famous you are. Sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun that you've thrown out some numbers there because that's what the quiz is. Yay! <laughs> so I'm going to give you a person who is on Cameo. Okay. And you got to tell me... How much you think they charge for a five-minute video, two-minute video, whatever they are? Good, because we don't offend enough people in the public eye on a regular basis on okay. this show anyway. All of these are under £500. Okay. So that gives you a starting point. Thanks, right. you. And, and it's closest wins. No, it isn't. I'm going to ask you different ones each. And if you get within £50, you get a point. Okay. All right. So... Vicky, you yes. get the first one. So it's for the whole video. It's around. <laughs> two, two, it's yeah. not like per minute or something, is it? No, no. sorry. No, it's, it's one price for like a yeah. two minute video. I mean, you can't ring them up and go, oh, could you do me an hour monologue? And it's right, like, okay. Oh, that's going to be more than the 20 pounds I'm charging. Yeah, that's, so it's that, like a flat rate. Happy 10 pounds birthday. <laughs> Although, if you do want like a business or advert almost, yeah. they change the price then. Yeah, I'll nice. tell you about one of those in a minute. Okay. That's interesting. Right. So, under 500 pounds okay, cool. to within 50 quid. Yep. Uh, how much do you think Chris Sarandon charges? 
aka Jerry Dandridge. Jerry Sex. Well, five hundred pounds. Incorrect. Seventy nine pounds. Shut up! Oh my god! <laughs> let me let me write this down. 70... Look, he's making notes. That's amazing. Don't make notes. Don't make notes. Look, um, Alex. Information is currency. Go on, Alex. On Thursday, we'll be talking about Jason Patrick. Uh huh. How much do you think Jason Patrick charges? Okay, I think Jason Patrick, like, let's call him confident. Um, I think he charges £180. It's good. It's really close. £160. Point to Alex. Amazing. Point to Alex. He would. He's not doing anything less than 100, Jason Patrick. Yeah. Uh, If you want him for business, 1,120 quid. It's not bad. <laughs> really? What's that? How's that going to help your business? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're making like v- v- something vampire-based and you've got yeah. Michael... I'll tell you what, it would liven up a team meeting, wouldn't it? Look what I've done for you guys. It certainly make your does, any, your does, anyone remember, does anyone remember Jason Patrick? <laughs> yeah, but Jason Patrick's still working. Yeah. No, he's good. All he's the good. young people um, in the room are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Vicky. Yeah. The next one is an actor... Called Ernie Hudson. Yes, God. Star of <laughs> Ghostbusters. Can I afford this? Is this is what about to happen? How much do you think Ernie Hudson charges for a cameo? Eighty-five pounds. Zero points. One hundred and fifty-six pounds. Oh God, I'd pay it. What the fuck? He literally was just in Ghostbusters Afterlife. These these. Fo- oh yeah. They change. Right. Okay. He's in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. He runs uh, like at Zedmore Corporation or whatever. He's big, big. I've really tried to tailor these. Um, you like the film Ghostbusters, Alex? Yeah. You like the film Jaws? I, oh my God. How much do you think from Beyond the Grave, Roy Shiner? <laughs> Richard Dreyfus uh, charges. <sighs> To within fifty pounds. Two hundred and fifteen pounds. Incorrect. Four hundred and seventy-nine pounds. Oh! Dreyfus is backing himself. He's one of the most expensive people on Cameo. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, of course he does though. It's sort of like you just it's when you don't really want to do it. It's like that's that's what it boils down to. It's like, how much do I want to do this? And I don't want to do it, so yeah. I'll just price I would, yourself yeah, out. Well I'll price yourself out but go. Fuck it. If you're going to pay 450 quid for me to go happy birthday, yeah. done. Okay. Vicky. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, she's, she's, isn't she a bit brassic at the moment? Like, so she needs the cash. So, but she can't downplay <laughs> her legacy. So I'm going to split it in the middle. I'm going to say 235. Mm. £320. Shit. You didn't do it. You didn't oh. do it. So I've got one point so far. Uh, weirdly for Jason Patrick. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan of this man. I think you are as well. Go on. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Got you. 200. Bang. No. 280 pounds. Zero points. Oh. Um, Couple more. Do you want a couple more? Yes, yeah, sure, I've got sure. like four more. Uh, we're doing we're doing quick fire. Yeah, Vicky. Yeah, Henry Thomas. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, no, he's like a man of the people. Ninety five pounds. Incorrect. Two hundred pounds. Shit. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey. Uh, Gary Busey. Uh, one hundred and eighty. <laughs> 316 pounds. <laughs> Vicky. There's no sense to this. We are under undervaluing yeah. our celebrities. Candyman star Tony Todd. Uh, 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 410. Mm. <laughs> 112. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Freddy Krueger himself, Robert England. Uh, 410. <laughs> 390. I mean, it's 400. Yeah! So that's a point. 
<laughs> yes, Freddy! Uh, um, <laughs> Vicky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vicky. Yeah. Uh, Don Fully Love, a.k.a. Mayor Goldie Wilson from Back to the Future. <laughs> 25 pounds. <laughs> no, 87 pounds. Shit! No, that's nearly 50 pounds. No, it's not. Incorrect. Move on. Oh, Move on. a failure. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we're getting very near the end here. Jameson Newlander, who plays one of the Frog Brothers. Oh. The one that's not Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Alex. Sure, 80 quid. 39 pounds. <laughs> you get a point. <laughs> Vicky, do you want to steal it all? Yeah, go on. What do you mean? What? Sorry, come again. We I... have a steal here. Okay. No, we don't, but sure. Um, I have three to nothing. Sometimes Jameson Newlander works with his friend Curry Feldman. They pair up as the Frog Brothers. Yeah. You can get a joint cameo from them. Yeah. Dressed up doing the voices. Yeah. How much do you think that is? Two, two, five. Correct! Two forty. Yeah! Vicky wins. It was a steal. Can't believe it. Wait, you want to get just to steal back or something? Is that a sort of? Separate... All right, all right. No, I don't want to. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'd like got, the... No, do you want to steal back? I want the injustice. I know their business uh, video number. Okay. If you can, if you can predict what they what they would charge a business, uh, you can have it back. Uh, I'm going to go for one thousand five hundred. Nah. Two K. Well done, Vicky. Vicky's the winner. Jesus Christ! Screw this game. All right then. So yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. and end scene. Right uh, next week, it's V's choice. Mm. Yeah, I've got a clue. Have you? Yep. Good because we haven't had a good clue for a while. And we're so we're going to do one next week. <laughs> oh, pair of bitches. So next week we'll have a good clue. But back to this week, Vicky. You what's your clue? <clears throat> Or as well, the ends well, question mark? <laughs> what? I've forgotten what movie What? 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 Say it again. Or as well, the ends well, question mark. Okay. I'm looking at what movies How do you spell or? Or's, O-R-S, new word, well, W-E-L-L, or as well. That ends well. Good. It works. It- Great. Oh my god, do I need your validation? <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> what do you mean? Why do you do I was I was look co- inside yourself. That was me congratulating you on a clue well done. I don't need it. I just wanted to <laughs> What I'm not allowed to say you've done something. You good. are you look at him and you go, Yeah, that works. <laughs> that's not congrats. That's not you don't even look at me. I was in the process of Ow. swinging my chair back round and like I Ow. passed you because I swung too Ow, hard. We've gone for an hour and a quarter, but d- does it work? <laughs> <laughs> right, and that is it for this episode. <laughs> we are back on Thursday talking The Lost Boys and seeing which film will be victorious. Until then, if you haven't done, please subscribe on Apple. <laughs> Just trying out many, many, one of my many voices. <laughs> <Count Dracula. laughs> Twitter and Instagram. At, we're at ClashPod. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want some visual clash. And uh, that is it. We'll be back on Thursday. Until then, have a great week. Bye bye. Clash of the Titles is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.